0: Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Solomon's Porch Podcast with Bible teacher Barry Borthistle. Barry has been a student of the Word his entire life. As a former pastor, he understands how to disciple people in the Bible, and as a successful business owner, he brings real-world issues into perspective through the lens of Scripture. Go to solomonsporchteaching.com for the notes from this episode. Now. Welcome Barry Borthisel.
1: And I've just finished or in the process of writing down all my goals and visions for 2021. And at the very top of my goal page, I've got Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 that God's going to make a new way. Incredible thought.
2: Let the temple be filled with His glory. Let the course be filled with this praise. Let us worship. Zion rejoices again.
1: Zion rejoices again. Well, hello, everybody. I know that probably everybody in the world today is happy to see the end of 2020. And the big question now is are we ready for 2021? I received a very encouraging comment about 2021 the other day, and it puts it this way. Number one, believe in fresh starts. Number two, believe that your resolutions are a part of your growth process. Good. Number three, prepare for the year ahead. That's good. Choose a healthy lifestyle. That's good. And then the last one was don't forget about yourself. Well, we're going to address that in this podcast because we're really going to talk about you and me and under the topic of fear. There's a great deal of fear going on in the world today, and there is an answer to it. And I'm entitling it underneath the title of God's Vaccine. So how fear can hold us back? We're going to look at that question today. Then we're going to look at how to conquer fear. How do we do that? Well, the topic today is vaccine, and I have put this into a biblical content. How about God's approved written vaccine prescription with an application process? And it's already been tested. We want you and hope you listen to the upcoming podcast to hear about the coming ebook, which will be out in January, with an eight-week podcast series entitled, What Can Happen When You Treat Your Body Physically, Emotionally, Spiritually, as the Temple of God. This is amazing. It's big news. If God brings you to it, God will bring you through it. So I'm gonna ask my lovely wife Ruth to start off by talking a little bit about common fears and a couple of other comments, honey.
0: Yes, you've got here five common fears, Barry. Um, One, future events, past events, the unknown. Haven't we known about those in 2020 with the COVID? Public speaking is another fear and another one, failure. Or being incompetent Uh, fear can really hold us back and so I think there's a lot out there about how to conquer fear Um, there's healthy fears and there's unhealthy fears so a healthy fear would be um, approaching traffic lights and obeying the the traffic lights Uh, there's rules for swimming don't swim alone there's speed zones that's for our benefit unhealthy fear is is not a new emotion.
1: I could interrupt and say another healthy fear is when you sit on a chair, hoping it's going to hold you up.
0: Well, it's not, <laughs> yes, that's good. Um, the impact of fear and anxiety can have a great effect upon our physical, emotional, spiritual lives. You know, Barry, there's a lot of women my age who have trouble sleeping. And I think some of that is uh, wrapped in, in fear or um, just apprehension, what's ahead. So once you or I decide that fear is not somewhere we wanna live, then I, you, we, we make decisions uh, of not dwelling in a place of fear.
1: Yeah, that's that's right, honey. And um, you know, uh, I mentioned early earlier about the fact that our body is a temple of God. And um, that's so awesome. And I have to admit that I find it difficult to get my head around that sometimes. But when I start thinking about it and trying to live that way, it makes a tremendous difference. And that's really tied up with what our concept is today, the how to handle fear. And, and uh, the notes uh, for this podcast are on the, uh, on the web. And we're on uh, page one. So recognize and consider that your body is a temple of God, which is awesome, and is made up of three parts. Now, science says that, but so does the Bible, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Ruth will read 1 Thessalonians 5.23.
0: May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it.
1: I'm going to ask Ruth also to read 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 17, because that's the biblical passage on talking about our bodies being made up of the three parts. I mentioned that science says it. Well, so does the Bible. And here's the verse that talks about the fact that uh, our God... We are God's temple. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 17.
0: Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple.
1: Now, on page two of the notes, many, if not most people, I believe, make the mistake of thinking that God is only interested about the spiritual part of us, but God wants us to be whole in soul and body as well as spirit, and 3 John chapter 2 uh, says this, where it says, Third John chapter, oh, there's only one chapter there, verse two. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may as prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That's proof of that. So I'm going to ask Ruth to talk a little bit about the ingredients of what we're calling God's vaccine. In uh, there, there's two major ingredients. Even the new vaccines that they're trying to produce today have ingredients. Well, so does God's vaccine. So, honey, would you tell us about the ingredients?
0: Uh, well, we've got two here faith and prayer. Um, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And without faith, it's impossible to come to a place of prayer and believing. Uh, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man, woman, availeth much. But in order to have an effective prayer, we've got to have a lot of faith. And faith is, is a gift from God, Barry. And so I think I can see why you're you're putting these two pieces together as ingredients for God's
1: vaccine. Thanks, Hennie. Now we're going to hear David and his two lovely girls uh, singing that great hymn. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness,
2: O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not thy command. Pardon for sin.
1: isn't that wonderful hearing them sing that great hymn of the church on page 2 number 5 let's take a brief look at how god vaccine works in isaiah chapter 43 which is an incredible chapter in concerning this area the bible uses the words fear not or be not afraid 103 times you now i grew up hearing that uh, fear not, was mentioned 365 times one day. That's not true. It's not in the Bible, but it is 103 times at least. So the background of Isaiah 43 is fascinating. When this was written, the people of Judah had reason to be afraid of the Babylonian army, which could mean potential death or potential exile. So they were facing even greater challenges than we are at the end of 2020. A man by the name of uh, David Zuzik uh, said this, and I'm going to quote him. It is a fascinating and instructive switch between Isaiah 43, 16 to 17, and Isaiah 43, 18. In Isaiah 43, 16 to 17, and boy, this is good for us today. Israel is told to look to the past by remembering the great things God did for them, like at the Red Sea. We can look back and see the good things that God did for us. But in Isaiah 43, 18, they are told not to remember the former things nor consider the things of old. This shows us that there is a sense in which we must remember the past and thank God for it. We call that praise in terms of God's great work on our behalf there is also a sense in which we must forsake and forget the past with all its discouragements and defeat and move on to what God has for us in the future. Now, the next two verses in this passage in Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, are really for today. God's answer or instructions on how to plan for the future. We're talking about a new year, 2021. This is incredible. Here's what God says to us today. Verse 18. Remember not, or don't think about the former things, neither consider the things of old. Verse 19 is the big one. Behold, I will do, or I will accomplish, or I will advance a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not even know it? Question mark. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We're going to be talking in future uh, podcasts about the importance of vision. But nobody but God can make roads in a wilderness or rivers in the desert. And I've just finished or in the process of writing down all my goals and visions for 2021. And at the very top of my goal page, I've got Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, that God's going to make a new way. Incredible thought. Ruth has some encouraging quotes to make.
0: Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence in God. Desmond Tutu, he says, hope is being able to see that there's light despite all the darkness. And Aristotle, hope is waking up a dream.
1: (laughs) Now, we've got one more exciting principle to share with you on this podcast. And uh, it's entitled on page three of the notes, Our Response to Fear, something I discovered not too long ago, and it has had a dramatic effect on my life. Research uh, says that we can make up to 35,000 decisions every day. Really? I, I can't believe that, but I don't think I make that many. But we make a lot of decisions. Some of them we don't even think about. Well, in the Bible, there are about 1,600 ifs in the Bible, about 800 in the Old Testament, about 500 in the New Testament. The word if appears in all 66 books of the Bible and indicates that someone has to make a decision. Somebody put it this way. The word if is interesting. It is one of the most important words in the Bible because it speaks directly to our responsibility to God, period. Most promises in the Bible have conditions, and the word if speaks to those conditions. Our pro- responses to God's commands affect our relationship with him and determines our receiving from him. We're going to look at uh, a couple of examples here uh, of how the word if works. Now, um, you hear a lot today, God heal our land, you hear that from politicians and so forth, and that's true, but there's some ifs connected with that. So I want to read what God's word was to King Solomon after the temple had been built. That was the brick and mortar temple. 2 Chronicles 7, 13 to 15 says, If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, and if I command the locusts to devour the lad, and if I said pestilence among my people, That's what God is saying, if, 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 and all three of those are really in in place today. Then in verse 14, it comes back to us. If my people, that's us, which are called by my name, shall do four things, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, which is repentance, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So if if, uh, if in these verses, if God decides to send rain, send locusts, send pestilence, and uh, all three are in effect today, interesting. But then, as I mentioned, he, his vaccine turns back to us. If. He gives us the choice. You have a choice to take the vaccine for COVID-19, or you can say no. Well, the same thing with God. If. If we do four things. If we humble ourselves. If we pray. We seek, return, means to repent. Then God says three things. This is the result of the vaccine. <laughs> this is pretty exciting. Number one, he says in verse 14, he will hear us. Number two, he will forgive us. And number three, he will heal our land. This is an incredible example of how God's vaccine works. Now, the word heal is a fascinating word. God will heal our land. That means, ready for this? That means divine intervention, return to normal. Don't people want that today? So God will heal our land, divine intervention. God always deals with the symptoms before he deals with the prescription. So that's very, very powerful and is a phenomenal example of the word if. Another one at the bottom of page three, how to ask God for wisdom, if, in verse five, well, his diagnosis on how to handle the problems, the diagnosis, and then the prescription. Another verse I read first thing every morning and apply this vaccine to my life, and it gives me incredible encouragement, Philippians 4, verse six, honey.
0: Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God.
1: Now, the last uh, page, page, pages four and five, coming soon, and we'll have this an announcement uh, hopefully at the end of this uh, podcast. Coming soon by podcast, and there's a brand new ebook that I have written called The Body is the Temple of God and What Can Occur When We Treat Our Bodies as God's Temple. So quite a story behind this book, which I will tell at a later date, but it's it's really a remarkable miracle of how this has all come together. And what I've listed here on pages four and five is the contents of the complete eight week podcast, plus the new content and the new titles that will be presented in the e-book to help you study personally, or hopefully one day in small groups when permitted. And we hope to have a feedback system. So you can see by the pages, I'm not going to go through it, you can read them for yourself, some incredible concepts, some of which I had never really realized before. Uh, Verses 27, pages 27 to 28 is an amazing story uh, about Habakkuk. You're going to be blessed by this one. But all of these principles Apply to us today in this great transformation uh, of, of of time. So, as we uh, page five is 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 the balance of what's in the e-book. I mentioned here that the word Hallelujah, and you've heard me say this before, but the word Hallelujah, which means praise to God, is translated Hallelujah as far as I can find in every language on the face of the earth. Think about that one. Now, I'm going to ask uh, Ruth to close in prayer in just a moment, but before we do that, I want to tell you a story, and the story goes back about 500 years. We all know the name Martin Luther. Well, Martin Luther lived during what was known as the Black Plague about 500 years ago. And uh, during that time, it was a, a, a tremendous pandemic. About 25 million people died, far worse than what we have today. He had just uh, posted his 95 theses on the church door, and uh, the Black Plague hit Wittenberg. Well, people that knew him said, you better get out of town. And he said, no, I'm not going to get out of town. I'm going to stay and help people and his wife was pregnant. Now I'm not asking anybody to make the same decisions as Martin did, but they stayed and helped people and and thank God they didn't uh, contact the Black Plague. But one day he was reading Psalm 46. And I want you to listen carefully as Ruth reads (laughs) Psalm 46. God
0: is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord and the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress.
1: Now, the word fortress is mentioned there a couple of times. And Martin Luther saw that word and he got thinking about God's protection in this song. He sat down after reading this. You talk about one scripture uh, impacting the world. He sat down and he wrote the great, probably the greatest hymn of the church, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. What a story. So I'm going to ask Ruth to close in prayer. Please stay tuned after she says amen, because David and his girls then will sing for us, a mighty fortress is our God. God bless.
0: Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are your redeemed today. You've called us by your name, and we are yours. And your word says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Today, we thank you for your protection. We thank you for uh, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And we thank you that uh, even today, you will bless your word, your living word, to the hearts of those that have joined us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
1: God bless. Bye now.
2: Almighty mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark never failing. Our helper he amazing.
1: that